are tuned in to Strengthen the Soul podcast, a safe place for learning and growing. I am here to help you navigate through life's greatest challenges. I am Katie, your host, a licensed social worker, therapist, intuitive empath, a healer who's healed herself, and I'm here to help you strengthen your soul. We are all beautiful souls in this life. We are healing, we are living, and we are loving. My mission is to bring awareness to all things mental health, provide motivation and information, and discuss mental wellness and spirituality. Thank you for listening. Hello and welcome to another episode of Strength in the Soul podcast. Today we are talking all about the heart chakra. This chakra is the most powerful energy center in your body. It vibrates at such a high vibrational level when it is balanced. And if you've been following this embodiment chakra series so far, you know that I say that every single chakra is the most powerful chakra (laughs) because when I am channeling each chakra, I can feel how powerful it is when healing occurs. And so I want you to take that into account as we move through this episode and Ashley and I talk all about healing the heart chakra and the different characteristics that the heart chakra embodies. This chakra governs one's sense of trust, fearlessness, peace, gratitude, empathy, generosity, connectivity to yourself and others change and transformation, what you give and what you receive, healthy boundaries, the depth in which your relationships occur, emotional control, and the love that you have for yourself, your ability to receive love and give love. It is such a powerful center for manifesting money, success, love, empowerment. So many different things are cultivated from this power center in our body. And I recently recorded another podcast with a woman who does energy healing over in the UK, and it was so powerful to hear her speak about the chakras and energy healing in general. But when she got to the heart chakra, she was explaining to me that you can actually feel the the vibration that the heart chakra gives off many inches away from your body. So it actually radiates through your aura, past your aura, and out past your energetic field. And there are studies that were done scientifically. And it was just mind-blowing to me that like, wow, when we really radiate love from a place within us, it can really be felt that much further outside of us. Super, super powerful stuff. And so... My guest on this podcast today, Ashley Helm, she radiates love. And I intuitively chose Ashley to help me bring awareness to the power that the heart chakra has and the powerful results that you can have in your life by healing the heart chakra. She has done so much work on healing her heart center that I felt that she was really the perfect person to have this conversation with and to help bring this healing into this community 
I have the pleasure of knowing her personally and professionally, and I've seen her grown so much within herself and her self-love personally and how professionally she has grown and flourished. It's really been amazing to watch her flourish in her career. She's helped so many women over the years and beyond that, you know, she started a career, which she's going to talk about in the fitness industry, helping women through their physical appearance and the boundaries that you can push within yourself through your strength, physically and emotionally. And now she has taken her path on a whole nother level and she has flourished her ability to impact many, many women's lives. So I want you to really think about how the heart center is magnetic. Think of it as this powerful magnetic energy where you receive everything that your heart desires. And your ability to really reflect that back out into the world. It's that constant flow of energy that we have in our life where we are really walking down this path and making our dreams come true by the energy that is aligned within us. It vibrates so much. You can feel the love it radiates when it's balanced. And it makes it that much easier to know when your heart chakra is not balanced because you're going to be feeling So many other things like hate, anger, lack of empathy and understanding, judgment. You're holding on to so many negativity and thoughts, negative thoughts. And so for the ability to heal that heart chakra and be more heart-centered in your life, you will be able to really cultivate this powerful energy to change and transform your life. Ashley really has the ability to help other people truly see themselves. And when I say that she radiates love, that's that magnetic energy that I'm talking about, that you can feel that vibrational energy that's vibrating outside of her aura, her energetic field. You can feel that coming off of her when you're around her or you're watching her on social media and When you're feeling low, and I can tell you this from experience in my own personal life and having been connected to her for the last 10 years of my life, that when I was at the lowest place in my life, which has happened multiple times, (laughs) you know, healing is not linear over here. She has helped me to really see myself for who I am and the love that I am, the love that radiates inside of me. It's such a powerful gift when you truly work on yourself and love yourself and you heal from the ground up. And Ashley shares her story here and how she has worked through certain things in her life to build up her self-love. We recently did a workshop together called Cultivating Love from Within, and it was really important for us to do this work. And we set this container with 10 women who chose healing and chose to work on themselves and spend a couple hours with us. It was such a powerful and empowering day because we got to share our hearts and heal with a, an amazing group of women. And 
it was really important for us to do this because we wanted to impact other people. We wanted to share our stories and share our wisdom and empower other people to start embodying that love within their life. Because we all deserve to be loved, to feel love, and to love. And first and foremost, we have to love ourselves. And we are always worthy of receiving love, no matter where we're at on our healing journey. And these workshops that we do together individually, the lives that we impact, the things that we share, make a difference. And it helps to give people the tools and know that they're not alone. Cultivating means to grow, to nourish, to develop. And you have to dive deep within you to heal the depths of your soul that are broken and wounded and unhealed. Heal those parts of you so you can continue to grow in love and add these layers of healing to where you are today so that you have the ability to love yourself and radiate love in the way that you deserve. So I am so honored and grateful to have connected to one of my very best friends who, somebody who we share so many amazing values together, a mission in this life to help other people. And I hope you guys love this episode just as much as we loved creating it. So stay tuned for my interview with Ashley Helm. So first, thank you for having me here on your podcast. I think that's just really special and so mm-hmm. cool that we are here together in this part of our lives on this journey. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I guess for those who are listening that don't know me, so my name is Ashley Helm. And for me, I started out, you know, in the industry with fitness and health and wellness. And that was always like a driving force and passion of mine to help people change their lives with health and wellness. Right. So Mm -hmm. whatever that meant, whether it was like a fitness class or, you know, um, helping out with nutritional support, things like that. Um, And so fast forward in my life now, about three years into it, I've really been focusing on branding my lifestyle business. And so it's Lifestyle by Ashley. And Mm. what that means is literally what it says, Lifestyled by Ashley. So it's my life by design. So it's not coincidence. It's not um, anything other than divine choice, right? It's the choice I make every day I wake up to make my life what I want it to be. Um, And I think for me, you know, wanting to help other women specifically with self-love really came from a place of, I didn't really have that support. So not to say I didn't have a good home life or growing up, I wasn't raised right. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I didn't have that support of self-love that I really needed. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that struggle came for me in my twenties. You know, I just kind of was like always battling myself. Uh, I didn't love myself enough. I certainly didn't believe in myself enough. And I, I stayed stuck in dreaming small and kind of staying stagnant in what was comfortable. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until I, I moved away. I left left the United States and I moved out of the country. And it wasn't until I was out of the country and away from what was comfortable for me that I had to find myself. And I had to really challenge myself to be independent because I was always so codependent. So I had to be independent and I had to learn 
more about myself, kind of like really just tap into who I was, what do you want to do? And again, that really started with my fitness journey, but through all those years, so through my twenties lead me to my thirties here. Um, I really discovered myself. I discovered who I was, um, just the love I had for myself that it was always there, but I just was kind of like not allowing it to develop. You know, I, I struggled with that. I, you know, so for me, um, I just really found myself. I found self-love and in doing that, my life changed. There was like a a pivotal turning point when I hit my lowest point where I didn't love myself Mm -hmm. and I was surrounded by the wrong people and in the wrong relationships and constantly doing things that were hurting myself and the people I cared about. Mm -hmm. I really pushed a lot of people away. And it wasn't until I hit that kind of rock bottom where I was like, "Mm, okay, I need to do something, change my life. And it had to start with me. So self-love, that was kind of like the development of my self-love. And I'm kind of rambling, but so uh, that passion for loving myself, I wanted to give to others because I think it's super important. It's something that we're not really in my generation. We weren't really, really taught about. Self-love right. was never talked about at, you know, mm-hmm. in such great length. Like that is not how it was. If anything, it was like, okay, you're going to do this, do that. You're going to be married by the time you're this, you're going to have kids. Right. Like, never this sense of like women empowerment and loving ourselves. So now being a mom of a daughter, like I say all the time, like I want her to just be so abundant with self-love and empowerment for herself so that she could really just do whatever she wants to do, you know, and just leading with love always, you know, I think that's really kind of how I got here. Yeah, absolutely. I think you bring up so many amazing points in what you just said. I think that we're shifting into a generation now where we are solidifying this this huge movement of acceptance and empowerment and which leads me to something that you brought up that where you had this level of conditioning that you you didn't have that foundation of self-love and it's almost like you had to continue to like peel back the layers of to find what was already there within your heart that you know that love that's there within your heart and um devotion opens your heart and when you're devoted to something, it really continues to nurture that heart center within you. And something that I've really seen um, within you flourish in the last couple of years is that unconditional love that you have for your family, which I feel like really helps to keep you centered in that heart place. And then also your devotion to God. And you definitely lead with that love where you give out and you believe that you are a channel for God, which we all are. And I see your soul light up when you really are devoted to this, this sense of um, love for God and the, the love that God has for us. Right. And you, you teach that in, you know, on your platform. Yeah. Um, so I always say whenever I'm talking about this on my platform, I always feel like it's like religion is one of those things, right? People mm-hmm. don't want to really hear about, they're like, don't preach it. So it's like, I don't want to preach religion. What I'm preaching is my connection to my faith. So mm-hmm. it's like, whatever your faith is. And I always say like, some people don't believe in God, you know, and for me, I do. So I'm only speaking from my experience and any time in my life where I have, where stuff is really just like hit the fan and it hasn't been great. Mm-hmm. It's when I'm not connected to my faith, when I am not in tune with 
literally the universe and tapping into my intuition and just mm-hmm. my God given gifts, you know? Um, so yeah, I think faith plays a huge part of it for me. You know, something that comes up when you say that to me is I remember years ago, a friend of mine from high school, Courtney, she is really connected to her faith. And I remember, I can't remember the context of which it happened, but she actually had said to me that you're fearfully and wonderfully made. And when mm-hmm. you quote from the Bible, you know, it's a Bible verse, not a quote, yeah. it's a Bible verse. And mm-hmm. uh, it's something that always stuck with me. And I, to this day, say it because it's really true. It's like, we are, we all are created, right? Mm -hmm. Equally and for our greatness. And it's up to us, right? To actively work on tapping into that. And so for me, part of tapping into that is connecting with my faith and being aligned to that. And I really, Mm -hmm. when I am so centered in that, I do feel messages from God. And I feel like- they direct me to share that and my heart with others. And, you know, every time I'm hesitant to share it, and then I do, I always connect with thousands, not just mm-hmm. hundreds, thousands of women that will literally message me and be like, this was for me today. And yeah. that's how I feel, you know, like that mm-hmm. message is for me. So my messages, I feel like are for someone to yeah. help someone, you know, and that mm-hmm. is just a really special thing. I think faith is super important to have. Absolutely. And, you know, having that wisdom come from within you outwardly is such an alignment of the heart chakra, you know, and trusting the wisdom within. Where in your life do you feel like you really started trusting that wisdom within? So I always have been intuitive, right? Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you say, oh my gosh, I think I have like special powers, right? Because like, you do. I literally- yeah, we all do. And I think like right? more that you start trusting yourself and letting go yeah. of those doubts is when they start to really grow. Yeah. So it's like, I've always had an intuitive sense. I also feel like I'm a super old soul. I always found myself yeah. in situations like giving advice or talking about things, feeling like I had lived that life before. Yeah, I had already been through that, you know, Mm -hmm. and so I think for me, it is to remember a specific time is like, okay, let me try to remember a specific time. But I do know that there is like a moment where my intuition just pulled so strongly. I felt it deep within my soul, like in my gut. And I was Mm -hmm. just like, all right, this is it. Like, mm-hmm. just to listen to it, just listen to it, get in alignment with it and, and trust that this is right for you. And, you know, there's definitely small moments, yeah. but I will say more recently, honestly, the women empowerment event we did mm-hmm. the moment, just that moment of yeah. speaking, no script, no speech, just sharing my heart. Yeah. I literally had goosebumps. And in that moment, I felt so connected. And it was like such a beautiful thing. And I was like, this is it, like right here. I trust myself. Yeah. I love that so much because it's like your, I can just like feel your heart center, like just swirling with like positive, open energy. It's like, that's exactly the moment where I can feel that for you too, you know, where you were like, yes, this is my soul's purpose. I know that I'm channeling right from my heart and my soul, that direct wisdom from the divine and your own soul and your, the wisdom of your soul, just like pouring out into people. 
And then therefore, I want to also now kind of segue into like talking about all the beautiful blessings that you receive, because there's that energetic exchange of what we give out, we directly receive. And it's like really coming out of that, uh, that magnetic heart center of like you pouring out, you receiving. And so, and, and, and when we talk about this, it's not in a way of like, oh, this is all the good things that are happening to me. Although that's part of self-love is having no judgment towards all those amazing things that are ha that are happening for you because you deserve them a thousand percent. Um, so I want to talk about like all these amazing blessings that have happened in your life in the last year. Yeah, absolutely. So last year, my life has been literally mind-blowing and <laughs> I will say it's all the things leading up to the last year, right? So yeah. it was, I, I literally express gratitude every single day. Mm -hmm. There's not a moment where I don't give thanks. Right. And so, I mean, coming down to my wonderful husband and our partnership, you know, and just our friendship too, you know, that right there was one of our biggest blessings. And, you know, in the last year, it's like, we have Riley, my beautiful yeah. daughter, it's like the biggest blessing of all. Yeah. She, you know, her middle name is love and it's crazy how <laughs> it's synchronistic with this moment because- when I named her Riley Love, it was just like, I had always loved that middle name, right? Yeah. Love, always loved it. And I said, you know what? Like, I, even if we were going to have a boy, I'm like, we got to figure this out. But like, yeah. I just knew in my heart I was going to have this baby girl. And I wanted to middle name her Love because I knew she would embody that. Yeah. So here we are, right? Almost two years later, she's going to be too soon. But a yeah. year later into the success and the blessings, yeah. like how synchronistic that my daughter, who is my legacy, right, yeah. is love. Yeah. The heart chakra, like literally she is love. Um, and it's such a beautiful thing. And it's like, now I have, you know, I've connected now with not just a couple, but hundreds of thousands of women. Right. Yeah. And I continue to do what I love, inspire and empower and motivate, whether mm -hmm. it's, you know, Hey, I taught someone how to make their bed. Like all of a sudden mm -hmm. they started making their bed and their life changed, you know, or just, mm -hmm. you know, sharing my true authentic self and allowing people to realize that they're, they can be that too, you know, like, so, you know, the business side of it too, it's like my business has completely transformed yeah. and it's literally like opened up so much, just so mm -hmm. much room for growth. And I'm, and I am so grateful for that. And I do strongly believe it's, being in tune, you know, being in tune with that, the alignment of just that giving and receiving, you know, yeah. like creating space, not being afraid to love, right? Because yeah. I think this is important too, is like, when you give love, sometimes you expect in return and we can't, mm -hmm. we have to love just because it's what we want to do. And yeah. like, you will be hurt, right? There will, there will come pain, but it doesn't, you don't stop loving and you don't stop giving because you give because you are going to receive and the receiving is like so abundant. It's just yeah. like a beautiful thing. Exactly. And God wants our heart to stay open. God wants our heart to be nurtured by first and foremost, foremost ourselves. And I actually heard this quote recently that was that God will continue to create pain and suffering in your life and still want your heart to be open eventually because he's trying to teach you something, not because he wants you to to suffer and endure this pain, but because this heart chakra, this heart, your heart center is meant to be open and loved by you 
And so, you know, I always say too that like lessons will repeat themselves until they're truly learned. And I know for me, when I truly stepped into my power and that vibration of love is when I finally chose myself. I feel like I have suffered for so long in my life and I still was putting other people's needs and feelings before my own. And I never fully chose myself, like fully, fully chose myself. And through this podcast series, I've really been talking about how healing is opening yourself up to align your chakras. And so when I talk about healing at my heart center, it was because I finally chose myself for the first time. And I started to embody self-love, which I've never felt that before. And then that's where I feel like so many more blessings came into my life because I was actually vibrating at that heart level where I was giving out so much love to other people, but I wasn't giving it to myself. So I wasn't necessarily receiving love in, in a certain capacity for myself because I wasn't giving it to myself. Yeah, absolutely. I can totally relate to that. I think, you know, for me too, like when you speak on that, I think about how like, we always think that we're not, we always, but oftentimes people think self-love is selfish. They yeah. think, well, wait, how can I put my myself first? Mm-hmm. And it's like, you put yourself first, you love yourself first, and then you open your heart to others, you give, and it's just like this very synchronistic thing that happens. It's like when you can just love yourself the way you deserve to be loved and you say, yeah. yes, I choose me. I am stepping into my power. I am worth it. I am valued. Like, yes, yes, yes. And then you give that same love to others. It's just like this mirrored, beautiful thing. And, yeah. and that's where for me, that's what happened. It's like, no, I'm not selfish for mm-hmm. saying yes to myself. Yeah. And yes, I still will give that same love to others that, you know, in turn, it's just like this beautiful thing. Yeah, exactly. It's, you know, it's kind of going back to that foundation that we set is that, isn't it so crazy how when we had that foundation of like not loving ourselves, like that, that doesn't come naturally to us. You know, it's, I always am mind like boggled by that, that why doesn't that come naturally to us? It's so we have to like peel back these layers of negative conditioning. And like, that's, I speak about um, that when I talk about healing as well, because I think that when I'm always preaching healing, 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 and then some people think like, well, are, is she just working with all these people who have all these intense traumas and things like that? And it's like, well, yes. And no, actually there are people in this world who haven't gone through these traumatic things and still come to me for help because they're still suffering in some way. And Mm -hmm. it's because of these negative conditionings that they've received over all these years of their life. And I always tell people when we start the work that people want instant gratification. People want to feel good right away. And sometimes people do. And other times it takes time. Healing takes time. And healing isn't linear. And I say, well, think about how long it's taken you to get here in this moment. Think about all the the times that you've expressed all this hatred towards yourself, well, it's going to take that time plus double probably for you to rewire and start loving yourself. So it's going to take time. It's going to take commitment. Um, 
you know, it's funny when I, I teach mindset shifts to my clients, they're all, the first thing they always say was, is, is like, well, this seems like I'm a fraud or I'm really uncomfortable saying nice things to myself. Why is that? That's so weird that I feel like a fraud or I feel cocky if I'm just saying I'm beautiful. And yeah. I'm like, well, you know, I, 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 swear it's 99.9% of my clients say that when we start working on the internal dialogue work that comes with healing. And uh, it's like, because you have spent however long from the moment that you wake up to the moment that you go to sleep of this internal dialogue being negative and comparing and judging yourself and having this watch for something that's not here in this moment, like not being fully present and not surrendering or accepting of what is actually here in this moment. Like for instance, for me, I can give a small example of how, you know, I'm overweight right now and I'm really working um, very hard and shifting my internal world so that my external world will be different because for me, my issue is overeating. However, it's starting from within. I know that it's it's a block from within me. You know, there's something going on um, inside within myself. So I know that that's where the root cause of the issue is, you know, but I can spend so much time focusing on the skinny girl that's ahead of me when I lose all this weight or, you know, the skinny girl. And I'm going to rephrase that and say healthy because I don't want to use those that terminology. Um, but, you know, the healthy person that was before me and after me, if I spend more time focusing on that person, I'm not focusing on the person I am sitting right here in this moment. And truly, all we have is this present moment. So, you know, that even in itself is an act of self-love, is like sitting with who you are right now in this moment and loving her, appreciating her, nurturing her, addressing her, healing her, you know? Um, and so that brings me to talk to you about the things that you do on a daily basis to show yourself that you love yourself. Because when I teach about this, which ultimately heals me too, because I feel like when I'm helping other people, I'm really helping them embody this. And in turn, it's like helping me embody this, um, which is like super powerful in itself on that level, that vibrational level. Um, but I always say that self-love is repeated action because you have to wake up every single day and repeat that action to yourself to show yourself that you love yourself. And I really started saying that when I, when I started to tell myself, Katie, you have to get up every morning and show yourself that you love yourself mm -hmm. by doing x y and z and repeat that action every day that yeah. that i love you katie because you're brushing your teeth today yeah. you know um so how do you embody self-love in that way and um you know how would you give anybody some advice on how to help themselves in that way yeah. So like you said, it a hundred percent is a daily practice. So yeah. on sale time, like self-love confidence, like in the physical realm, think of it like a muscle. It will mm. not get stronger unless you work it and you can't work it once a week and expect it to grow. Right. It is a daily practice and it's a mindful practice too. It's being aware of 
what you're doing, the habits that you're creating, and are they benefiting you and your well being? Mm-hmm. So, for me specifically, you know, at first, starting out making my bed, right? And I talk about this because it is a yeah. daily practice. It's a habit that shows that I care. I care about my home. I care about doing these things. I start with one successful task, one productive task immediately upon waking up because it creates a healthy habit. A yeah. lot of us get up in the morning, we pick up our cell phones. Listen, I've done it before too. We sit in our bed, we scroll, we scroll, we scroll. We don't even know what we're looking at anymore. 30 minutes goes by and we have now just wasted 30 minutes of our life scrolling. So creating a habit of literally wake up. I look, I'm like, honestly, my first thought is when the sunlight comes in my room, I'm so grateful for today. You know, something I shared today is time, right? Time is not promised. Mm -hmm. It's not guaranteed. We're literally even not guaranteed the full day that we get when we wake up. So what are you going to do with your time today? That's intentional action toward Mm -hmm. building the person you want to be in the life you want to have. So for me, it's I wake up and make my bed. I come into my area, which is like my office slash like little space I have. Mm -hmm. And I do my five minute journal. My five minute journal is amazing. It prompts me to express three things I'm grateful for, come up with three mini goals for the day. And then I have to do affirmations. And then at the end of the night, I have to go back to that journal and fill out how I could have improved the day right? Which is awesome. It has you do that. And then what was so great about the day? Like, so what I like about that is like, how could you improve it? Not what wrong, not what was bad, but how could you Mm -hmm. improve it? So the journal and then regular journaling, if I'm having um, a tough day Mm. or I'm going through something, cause that's life, you know, we're not exempt from hard times. Like I journal it out. A lot of times I just have to journal it out to get those emotions out of me and heal from them. So I don't, sit on them and just like, you know, fester in those bad emotions. So make my bed, gratitude, the journaling, all of that. Um, and then it's now I'm being intentional with my time. So it's not going to my phone right away for hours. I do go on it. Right. And I always share my bed. It's made, Hey guys, I did it. Here's your motivation for the day. And then I spend time with Riley. So I have coffee, my thing. And I'm more intentional about, Hey, like spend time with your daughter, look at her, hug her, love her because this 30 minutes right now, this chunk of time in this moment, you don't know if you're going to get it tomorrow. Right. Um, and then it's working out for me, working out is huge Mm, for self-love. And so with what you're with respect to what you were talking about on the flip side, for me, I was always very obsessive about my weight. Mm -hmm. in an unhealthy way, always thinking that to be in fitness, I had to be a certain body type. And this is before I found my self-love, right? So I thought I had to be like a certain image, a certain weight. I had to look a certain way and I would kill myself and get to the point where food was a chore and working out was not enjoyable, but more or less something I felt I had to do. And I would sometimes dread it where now I am grateful for my body and all it has done. And honestly, motherhood did that to me and for me, um, carrying life, birthing life. Like literally I was like, holy smokes, the human body is absolutely incredible. And I'm also so much more than just a body. And that took a lot of years of learning too. just because I have a nice shape or physique doesn't 
doesn't make me automatically a good person, right? It doesn't automatically give me a good soul. So mm-hmm. I know who I am within and my body is just the carrier. My body is just the, this vehicle that is bringing me through life. Yeah. So working out because I respect myself and my body and it's self-love because I need this vehicle to run. It's like, think of it like, like a car, right? Like if you have like a beat up vehicle that has like three bald tires and an axle hanging, I mean, you're not really going to get very far. Mm -hmm. So it's not about having the fully loaded Mercedes, but it's about having the vehicle that is safe. Right. And functional. So I now look at working out like it's enjoyable. It right. keeps me going. I'm healthy. I'm creating good habits. It's not so much like, do I have abs? Am I the most fit? And you know, that was a tough pill to swallow for a long time because my mm-hmm. body again was my image. Yeah. And I had transitioned to realize that I was more than that. So, you know, again, working out. Um, and then just the mindful practice throughout the day is large for me with self-love. What am I reading? Who am I listening to? Who am I connecting with? What am I doing that is intentional for the life I want to live and the life I want to have for me and my family? And just really being super aware of all of that. Mm -hmm. Um, That's kind of how I practice my daily habitual self-love. It's like just being aware of the things that are good for me and um, creating the healthy habits. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And, you know, I think that it was so divinely guided that you have this platform on social media because you are such a role model to people um, to show them that it takes dedication towards yourself and devotion towards yourself to and a higher power who's at the highest vibration, you know, to embody this, this loving happiness that we all deserve and you shifting your internal world so that you're not basing something um, externally on your worth. So it's like you felt worthy and built up that self-worth through healing, through, you know, peeling back the layers. And now it's coming from within. And I just want to like really honor that because you can see that, you know, you can see how your life is completely shifted in where that, you know, you already now feel worthy of having everything prior to um, receiving what you're meant to receive. And I think that that's such a pivotal point in anybody's healing journey is that we have to really inherently know that we are worthy. You know, I I made that, that video with all of us with the I am worthy because I wanted people to know that worthiness really sets the foundation for anything that you want in life. Because if you don't feel worthy to receiving something, it's number one, I'm not saying that you're not going to get it. You might not get it. And also it's not going to feel right. You know, when you do get it, if you feel worthy of receiving it, it's just going to hit different. And I, I see that with you and, and how it hits differently, you know, like life is so magical for you, you know, like you're so happy and genuinely so loving, happy and free spirited because you've done that inner work. Yeah. You know, and this is what I talk about all the time is that you have to do the work. You have to do the hard work, you know, and you embody that. And that's amazing. And so 
you know, I'm really proud of you, babe. I really am because thank you so much. Yeah, <laughs> you know, just incredible, honestly. This this whole journey, and it's you know, it's true to touch on like just piggyback off what you're saying there. It's like if you don't feel worthy, because I've been there where I didn't. You also miss the blessings that are in front of you. You miss the opportunities. You you do because yeah. you don't see them. It's like your eyes are not open to them. The moment that I said I am worthy and I want more, it's like all these wonderful opportunities and blessings have been presented. And it's not by chance. It's not by accident. It's like right. I did my due. I paid my dues. Like I am 36 years old. Yeah. This did not happen overnight. And, you know, it's it certainly has been a long time coming. And I think that there's nothing wrong with saying, hell yes, I deserve mm -hmm. this. Like I am worthy of all of this good, high vibrational blessings that are coming my way because yeah. God is good and I, and shit, I'm great. <laughs> yeah, girl, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that was beautiful. I love it so much. And you know, that brings me into talking about forgiveness because I think that forgiveness and really embracing forgiveness and really tackling that is something that really helps to develop the self-love as well because you know we are human beings we all make mistakes and actually we are meant to be here to make make mistakes you know and to learn and to grow like that's literally how we evolve into the people that we're meant to be Yep. on a human level in this lifetime and also as a soul you know like we you talk about being a wise soul and I and I know that I am too and I think that's why we connect so much is because I feel like we've definitely spent many many lifetimes together <laughs> and two you know I mean we just vibrate at that soul level that like we're just there <laughs> you know um and number one, I think that it's so important how you treat yourself as you're evolving through life and making these mistakes and, and going through them as learn, you know, learning lessons, right? Engaging in these learning lessons, how you treat yourself during that is very, very pivotal to your self-love, as well as who you surround yourself with during that, that time as you're, you know, making those learning lessons. So yeah. to speak. because if, if you're around people who are not forgiving, if you're around people who don't see you for exactly who you are, you know, if, if you're around people who, who don't forgive you or allow you to go through this journey authentically as you are as a soul, you know, that that's where like, we can really crash or burn, crash and burn, yeah. right? If we allow those people's you know, energy to kind of put, bring us down and, and not allow them to, they don't nurture our healing journeys. You know, I think, you know, let me word it like that, where surrounding yourself with someone who nurtures your healing journey is so important because we are all deserving of, of finding out exactly who we are. Yeah. And, and that also, that also speaks to choosing yourself and loving yourself and knowing when it's okay to say goodbye to someone who is not nurturing on your healing journey or is triggering your healing journey. And it's okay because I think where people make mistakes and that's where my mistakes, and this is where a lot of my learning lessons came through with my self-love is that I was honoring other people's 
emotions and settling for their negative behavior on their path and not saying goodbye to them. Mm-hmm. Like just being like, it's okay. They can, they can, their energy fields can penetrate mine and that's totally fine. And that's where I feel like it was not helping my self-love at all. It was not, my heart chakra was continuing to be blocked because I was not saying no to those people. And I certainly was not saying yes to me. So, you know, it goes both ways where it's like people, you deserve to have people who are forgiving to you and you can be forgiving to other people. But self-love is also about like when, knowing when to say yes to me and and no, no, right? Um, So I wanted you to talk about forgiveness towards yourself and to other people and and also choosing you um, in that sense and knowing and that it was okay for you to say no to certain people and choosing yourself, because that is something that I really admire about you is that you go after what you want in life and you choose yourself often. And not saying that, of course, you don't struggle because of course, you know, we're all human, right? Like I said, and, you know, um, but that is definitely something that I admire about you. And the reason why I know, like, I feel good about choosing you for this too, is because I've seen you really stand up for yourself so much. And I think that it's helped me on my self-love journey to be like, I can fucking choose myself too. Yeah. So forgiveness is a funny thing, right? Um, We think forgiveness is saying I'm sorry and hearing I'm sorry, but it's so much deeper than that. Um, Some people in this life are not capable of forgiveness because they have yet to forgive themselves. So number Mm -hmm. one for me, the reason why I can give grace and I can give forgiveness. And when I say that, I, it's not that I don't look for an apology Right. Something else. I don't need the apology for the healing with for me. Mm-hmm. I just say sorry. Not even if it's not like an actual hey, I'm sorry. It's a sorry mm-hmm. to to close that out so I can move forward because mm-hmm. forgiveness requires grace uh, for others and for yourself first and foremost. So mm-hmm. I'm not perfect. I have made a lot of mistakes. I have had moments where I could have been a better friend. It could have been a, a better uh, partner in a relationship. I could have been you know, just better, better mom in a moment, you know, like, but Mm -hmm. that's part of life. That's the experiences that shape us and help us grow. And so number one, forgiveness has to start with you. You have to forgive yourself for really anything that you consider to be a mistake or a moment of poor judgment or, um, you know, anything like that, anything that's Mm -hmm. negative surrounding it. You have to forgive yourself first because that's really where your healing will start is accepting that we're not perfect and that's okay. But you have to be okay with the fact that, look, you're not going to live back here in the past. You're here now in the present moment. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do right now in this present moment that's going to change the next moment and, you know, in the future? So forgiving yourself first and then forgiving others. Like not everybody, you know, not everybody aligns, right? Not yeah. everybody's on the same vibrational plane. Not everybody is in the same headspace. And that's just mm-hmm. the truth. We all have our own, I hate cursing. I'm trying to be good at it, but it's like, we all have our own shit, right? Yeah. Like we all have had our own struggles. You know, literally we've all had our own burdens to bear and things to go through. And so forgiveness for others who can't understand where I'm at in my journey is huge because I've got to let them go yeah. because they're not here, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I heard something this weekend and it was really powerful because it's like you think of a plant. If you plant, if you put a plant inside a small little bucket, think mm-hmm. of like the tiniest, a cup, 
like a measuring yeah. cup. You put a plant in a measuring cup. How do you expect that plant to grow if it stays in that cup? It mm-hmm. won't. You've got to change the size of the bucket so the plant can keep growing. So if you're thinking, yeah. yourself, you can't, right? If you stay in this little cup, you can't grow. So you visualize yourself in a larger bucket. A lot of times in the larger bucket, the people that are still in the small one, they're not there yet. So you right. can't be mad at someone for not understanding where you are. You just give them forgiveness. You give a little yeah. break and you say, you know what? One day you'll be here. Hopefully that's the hope. I hope that for anyone that I've let go of for, for any past turmoil, for any hurt, mm-hmm. I don't hold on to the anger. There it doesn't mean that I still don't get affected, right? Of Human, course. Of course. But what it means is I don't hold on to it because mm-hmm. anger is like, drinking poison and waiting for the other person to die mm-hmm. it does nothing for you exactly it only hurts you mm-hmm. so I don't hold on to that I forgive that because it's not part of my journey anymore yeah you know, every person is a season for a reason right there's always a growth mm-hmm. there's always something there and there's no hard feelings it's like here you got to think of it like that you're going to have even your own family i tell people this all the time boundaries are so important right a lot of times our family there's family members that can't even understand the growth that we have or what we're going through and it is your right to create Mm -hmm. a boundary to say hey you know what i'm good but i'm going Mm -hmm. here now and i'm setting a healthy boundary because i'm growing and so, Mm so like you know forgiveness is just a large part of that you have to just be willing to say it's all right you're not there yet. You'll get there. I, I literally pray. I, I pray for past people that aren't in my life anymore. You know, I pray for them to find healing. I pray for them to connect with their alignment. I pray for them to really heal from whatever holds them back from allowing themselves to love themselves and love another. And you know, that doesn't mean they have to love me anymore. That doesn't mean I'm their cup of tea, you know, like I, I'm not, I'm not looking to, to be the people pleaser, right? Like yeah, I do that. Exactly. You know, very outspoken. I've always stood my ground. I say what I say and I, and I stand behind it. Like mm-hmm. if I said it, I mean it. And you know, sometimes that can hurt people who aren't ready to receive it. Yes. Right. And it's not my intent to hurt, but it is my intent to say, you know what? Gotta go. Mm-hmm. Oh, like this isn't here for, this isn't for me anymore. Right. And, I think, I think if everybody could just kind of like resonate with that, like understand that forgiveness isn't necessarily receiving an apology from someone, mm-hmm. but just, you got to just kind of move forward. Exactly. It's about that peace within you and that healing yeah. within you. You know, I think that's something that dramatically shifted my healing journey um, with my family is that I was doing a lot of intense healing journey, healing things on my healing journey. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I added, which this is why I love what I do, is that I added Holy Fire Reiki into my healing that I was receiving. And that's where I actually fully forgave my mom in a Reiki session. And I did not even think that I was going to go there, but my soul wanted it. And I literally had this vision of me when I was like probably five or six looking at my mom, she legit looked like what she looked like at that time. It was so vivid. Um, And this is like in a waking meditative state. 
And I was receiving Holy Fire Reiki during that time. This is where like Reiki is so freaking powerful. People don't even know the depths of healing that it could provide. Um, and I literally looked at my mom and I said, I forgive you. I literally forgive you. And because you are a woman just like me, you know, my mom was very young when she had me. And I literally saw her for the woman that she was at that time, because I now in my journey, I've surpassed that age. Mm -hmm. Like I'm well over that age, you know? So it's like, I can look back at when I was that age yeah. and see how, how I was healing on my journey at that time. Right. How I even be mad at her, right? Like I'm like, you know, but because I was a child, I developmentally didn't understand from that perspective until I got to this time in my life. So this was the time in my life that I was meant to forgive my mom because I was actively and intentionally healing for myself, because I want to grow my self-love, you know? Um, and I can tell you that that healing was so good for me, mm -hmm. not just for the relationship between my mom and I, but for me, because now I don't hold on to that pain anymore. I don't hold on to that resentment and that anger. And I always say that anger is a secondary emotion because it's easier to feel anger than it is any other thing. You know, really it's like anger is on top of hurt, anger is on top of rejection or whatever it might be. Right. And, but I was feeling that way towards her and I didn't want to anymore. It really ruined so much. And you talk about time. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't even get emotional talking about this because my mom, she has um, multiple sclerosis and a seizure disorder and she's going through uh, menopause. So like her, what's going on within her body is triggering her seizures and things like that. And so she's good, you know, I'm grateful to God that she's okay. But it's a little scary because she's kind of going through it right now. And every time she's kind of going through it, it scares my family, you know? And I think, oh my God, what the hell was I ever holding on to all that anger for? Because now I'm 30 and I'm getting older and like my sister's married and we're starting, like she's going to start a family soon and I'm hoping to start a family soon. And this whole next chapter of our lives is starting mm -hmm. um, where I want my family to be connected on the, the healthiest, most authentic level that it can be on. Mm -hmm with obviously honoring everybody else's individual path in their life, but like, we're good now. But the reason why we're good for even from my internal perspective is because I've healed. Correct. If I didn't do that work, there would still be barriers going on within my family. And you're right. You can never get time back. So what the hell am I doing? You know, that I have the power to forgive yes. and it's because it's going to be healthy for me. And Forgiveness is, it's healing and it's powerful and it's vulnerable, right? Mm -hmm. It's, it is, it's all those things, but it really leads to such, you know, beautiful change within and, and within relationships and things and not holding on to emotions that don't suit your higher good. You yeah. know, I totally get it. Time is like, I'm right there with you. It's like, I've learned so much about myself now why I struggled the way I did when I was in my twenties. Yeah. And so I say my twenties, cause that was like the largest part of my life of change. Right. right? Yeah. So different, but it's like, yeah, like not holding on to the things that hurt me because this moment, serving you. this moment right here, right now mm -hmm. with us, we have it. And it's a, it's a beautiful thing. And it's like, 
you know, it's time is valuable. It really is. You know, I like, again, going back to something else I heard this weekend, like, think about that when you see people and you talk to them and, and like, when I see you and you hug me, right. If that was our last hug, how would you want it to feel? If this was our last conversation, how would you want it to be? Like, and that's where I say it's forgiveness is important because I would never want to, to die in this moment with anger in my heart. Right. So even if someone, you know, if someone else were to hold anger for me, that's their healing journey. But my exactly. is, I can't hold anger in my heart for you mm-hmm. because my life is too short and too valuable and too precious and too worthy to have that swirling around and blocking me, you know? Exactly. And, and that a large part of that I've learned from you, you know, like, it's just so crazy. Like, I'm just so proud of you and your growth. Your growth has been so inspiring and it's so beautiful to watch and see where you are. So I take a moment to say, I'm so proud of you because it's just, it's beautiful. You're changing people's lives every single day with your healing journey and your life experiences. You know, if you look back a year ago, would you have thought you'd be here in this moment? Maybe not, you no, know, no. and here you are. It's yeah really incredible. Thank you, babe. I appreciate you. And, you know, and I, I solely believe that the more that we continue to grow together on our life paths together, I can see even more of why we're meant to be in each other's lives. Like, it's actually so amazing and beautiful to see how, like, I know that God put us together for very powerful reasons, you know? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. so, so special. It really is. And, you know, I can say like, you know, our friendship has given me so many life lessons too, because, mm-hmm. you know, I can openly say, I'm sure there are moments where I was selfish in our friendship, where I was confused because I was, you know, making poor choices and not doing great things. And you have always been authentically loving and caring and supportive. And I feel like you've always believed in, in me in this moment of where I am in my life right now. Like you always saw that mm-hmm. and you never gave up. And so now it's like, I see it. And it's like, again, that goes back to time and effort and energy. It's like yeah. putting it in where it is intentional. So mm-hmm. my intentions are to continue to flourish and develop this friendship, right? Because exactly. this is what matters. Mm-hmm. Like what matter, you know, putting your time and energy into things that matter. And that is self-love. Exactly. You know, and one thing that I had written down that I wanted to, you know, talk about today is that actually feeling that feeling of love and you can feel it in your physical body. You know, when you love someone, you can actually feel it in your physical body. And then on the contrary, like when you endure pain, like a broken heart, like you actually physically feel it in your body. Like that's how you describe how you feel. It's like, I feel like my heart is physically broken. And, you know, so in those both ways, it's like, you can feel that love. And so when I'm with you, I literally feel that love, like in, even in my physical body and, that helps you to heal and it helps you to open up more for more in life. That's actually like aligning and activating your heart chakra is actually feeling love. And so I think it's about like, like you said that allowing yourself to feel love and be loved and to love, you know, and really honoring that. And, you know, you embody love, you, you love hard. And I've always seen you for exactly who you are, regardless of, you know, your life path or not, because I am a very, like a nurturing, validating person. It's just who I am as like a soul. And like, that's one thing I am grateful for in myself. Cause I feel like it really 
makes me appreciate, you know, who I am mm-hmm. um, and why we connect because you are the same way, you know, like we, we embody that. And so that connection is very important to me, you know, so I see you, I'll always see you. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like you say, it's funny when you say you love hard, cause I, I know that I do. And mm-hmm. so I used to think it was a fault of mine and actually I've now accepted it as a quality of mine because yeah. I, I love unconditionally and fully mm-hmm. without any condition with anything. Obviously, once I'm hurt or something happens, that changes. Mm-hmm. However, I have no regrets on just leading with my heart first and loving because that's who I am. Yeah. That's really who I am. At the end of the day, it's like I love and I care really hard. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that's it. And it's like, again, Obviously, it's different when you don't, mm-hmm. when things happen and whatever, but you know, you just got to love hard and it's better to have love than never love at all. Exactly. Exactly, babe. Yeah. yeah. And that's one thing I can say about the relationships in my life too. Like even after, you know, Aaron passed away, the one thing that I say is like, thank God I loved him with everything that I had because I don't have any of that left unsaid or left unfelt or left ungiven, so to speak, because I literally gave him everything that I had and I have no regrets. You know, even the last conversation that we had before I found out that he passed away, I'm like, I know I told him everything I could have ever said because I didn't hold back. And I think that that kind of solidifies the whole conversation that we've been having about time because when you say those things I think about that moment in my personal life where I I did actually lose someone who I loved very deeply and I did give him everything and I I can literally solidify your words by saying that it is so important because you don't want to have someone that you love die and have those um unspoken or or feelings of regret or anything like that and that spiritual side of me obviously there will never be anything unspoken or unsaid or whatever because they're here with us you know they don't they shed their physical body but their spirit is still very much here and you can connect with them you can talk to them you can feel them obviously in our human self though it is different you know that's something that I've had to validate myself on is that I can be the spiritual person and still be grieving in my human body because I do grieve his physical self like I do you know and that's a very real thing and I will forever no matter how much I grow in my spirituality or my mediumship or whatever I still will grieve Mm -hmm. in that way you know so take it from me that there is no, um, exception to grieving, you know, and, um, that time is very important and to be intentional with that time, um, and to love hard, you know, when you're loving hard, you're loving yourself hard, you're loving other people hard, you are nurturing that heart chakra and that will lead to more abundance in your life because opening those energy centers in our body are there for a reason they allow us to live our life fully and be fulfilled and be happy and to be aligned. All we want to do as a soul is to be aligned. Mm -hmm. So, you know, love hard, love yourself, heal yourself Mm -hmm. and continue to practice those self-love practices daily. Yeah, absolutely. And don't sweat the small stuff. 
Yes, exactly. Yeah. I just said that today. Like, don't sweat the small stuff, you know? If it's not something you can control, don't. Exactly. You can't sweat it. You just have to, you know, you really just have to focus on the things that matter. You know, anytime I'm feeling overwhelmed, I always recenter myself by saying, but does this really matter? <sighs> Doesn't define me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, is it my family? Is it my love life? You know what I mean? Like yeah. you have to figure out what's important to you and prioritize that and realize that, you know, life has obstacles, right? Constantly. That's part of it. You know, if you're not experiencing, you're not growing. Exactly. Don't be scared of growth. You know, don't shortchange yourself and really just say yes, say yes to loving yourself. Say yes to, mm-hmm. You know, being open to receiving, you know, speaking from experience, the moment I have been open to receiving my entire life has shifted magnetically to a really great space. And I couldn't be any happier than I am right now in this moment. Yeah. And that's exactly why you embody this heart chakra, because it is that beautiful force within us that allows us to receive and so you know that healing work is amazing and asking yourself does this serve me anymore for my highest good is is literally incredible to our healing journey and our growth and so you know I want to thank you so much for coming on here to really talk about everything embodying love self-love our healing journeys and the connection of love to God to life the universe ourselves to other people I think that this was such a blessing and a powerful conversation to have and um, I want to wrap up this podcast with pulling a card for you from my divine feminine deck because I'm being guided to do this because I feel like we are really connected in this divinity, this feminine divinity. And I feel like there are some divine feminine deities here with us today. So I want to see. So funny that you say that and while you're doing your shuffling, because this bracelet that I'm wearing, oh is, um, so this is, I know this is opal here. I forget what the, I'm like drawing a blank on what this white stone is, but I know mm-hmm moonstone that's right oh yeah Um, but this bracelet was actually created to um allow myself to tap into my intuition and divine femininity that's incredible (laughs) literally as you said that and this is the bracelet that I chose to put on today because I wanted to really feel connected to my heart and you know just like my spirit and this one is angel light is the other stone I'm wearing which is really good so too funny I love that love it not confidence. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. I feel them here, you know, and I feel like they're working through us to help the world, you know, and we are the divine feminine. Um, something I've been learning on my healing journey, which is like so powerful, is that um, we are all directly connected to these powerful divine feminine deities and I don't know if you remember that one day that we were together when that bee was like following us and I was just like that is like this confirmation of like the divine feminine like mother Mary and like all this stuff and um it was just like amazing so mistress of the labyrinth my soul knows the way and the only way out is through 
Amazing. I, I love, love that card. Isn't it beautiful? And literally, the my soul knows the way. The only way out is through. My soul knows the way. Hold it up. I want to take a picture of that. <laughs> Perfect. Beautiful. You're going to read it from the book? Yeah. I just love what they say. Wow. There is no coincidences ever. <laughs> so this divine feminine represents the love and support available to us when we dare to be courageous. She is known as being both a Greek goddess and the human daughter of Minos, king of Crete. Her father put her in charge of the labyrinth where seven human sacrifices were made every seven years to appease the miniature who lived within it. They had the head of a bull and the body of a man. He preyed on those who got lost in the dark. One year, a valiant and heroic man named Theseus went into the labyrinth to slay the minotaur, minotaur and end the sacrifices. The divine feminine fell madly in love with him and gave him a sword to kill the minotaur and a ball of red thread so that he could find his way back out of the labyrinth and into the light. Ancient Greek myths were oral. So there are varying accounts of Theseus and the divine feminine eloping after his success or others where the divine feminine's consort, the Greek god of ritual madness and the religious ecstasy chases after her and pleads with her to return to him. Whichever way the story ends, the constant is that the divine feminine's love and support changed the fate of so many who would have otherwise been lost to the labyrinth. When your soul selects her card, the divine feminine is a symbol of the hope and the divine assistance and the step-by-step -step process we can take to move through a difficult time or to confront an injustice in our life. Mm. She helps Theseus because he's daring to end a pattern of madness. He's willing to do whatever needs to be done to stop the injustice. She gives him the tool to create his desired outcome. He is successful because of her and she assists him because he acts with courage. Her message is that our courage is always in some way rewarded. When we seek to end an unnecessary pattern or routine that is no longer serving us, even though we initially created it in the effort to keep us safe, which is a whole different conversation for uh, why we do things to keep us safe. <laughs> it can feel as insurmountable as facing a horned part man, part beast that lives in a dark maze inside us, pure terror. But the soul always wants our freedom. The divine is what liberates, not confines. It might feel like we can't find our way out of this situation, this maze, but we can. We can trust the soul knows the way through and that spiritual support is a given. The divine feminine wants us to be brave so that she can fall in love with our actions. <laughs> she is both a goddess and a human. She gets out, she gets our fear, but she also knows just how much power we hold as well. This is the intention. My soul knows the way and the only way out is through. And the soul voice meditation that you can ask yourself if this resonates with you, what allows me to feel supported while doing the inner work? 
Literally, thank you for showing up, Divine Feminine, that I cannot pronounce your name, but I love you anyway. <laughs> because if that doesn't speak to exactly what we spoke about today, I don't know what does. I know, right? That's so beautiful. And of course, synchronistic, just like we are. So. Exactly. <laughs> I'm here for it, and that really spoke to me. It's like, truly, I felt that. So that was really cool because, you know, to just to like kind of, close it off it's like being allowing myself to be vulnerable can be scary right but yeah being brave and having the courage I would say it's not so much bravery but more such like even though they're kind of one of the same but the courage to show up show up and be myself yes share who I am unapologetically authentically and unafraid yeah is really a beautiful thing and that courage that I have to just be who I am lights another exactly. lights fire in someone else for them to feel their own courage to be who they want to be. And that is truly what is such a beautiful thing about everything that I do. And so I do always say like people shouldn't revolve their world around social media and they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. really a beautiful thing that social media has given me the outlet, especially in times of like today where we are very virtual due to the pandemic. Like social media has been a a beautiful tool because it has helped me connect with women worldwide. I just looked at the clock and it was, it's 2.22, by the way. Just had to throw that out there. Angels are here. Yeah. Um, Yeah, like I'm just so grateful because I've connected with some of the messages that I've gotten are just truly beautiful and that's why I do it. Yeah. And I think that your self-love and your healing is so received by so many people. And I know that you've changed people's lives. And with that said, I know that there are a lot of unhealed people who are working through their own healing journey, who are triggered by that beautiful, illuminated, loving secure energy that you give out because they don't know what it's like right because they're not there yet like I love the analogy that you used with the pot because it's so true like someone can be triggered by somebody else's energy because they don't their energetic being does not know what that energy feels like so you know I know that on a daily basis that people project that discomfort onto you Mm -hmm. um and I've heard you say that if you did not do the work on yourself and truly loving yourself that these projections would totally be affecting you in a different way so I also want to speak to that on how doing the work helps you to be more grounded and stable and loving yourself so that those projections or opinions of someone whose energy is not the same as yours mm-hmm. and you know it doesn't mean that they're bad it's just that they're in a different part of their healing journey than you and 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 it's true like the vibrations are different our energetic beings we vibrate differently and that's why sound healing is so healing to people because when you take the vibration that is meant to heal certain parts of the body Mm -hmm. it heals the body right you know like there are certain hurt if they're called like hurts um Mm -hmm. like there's different hurts for each chakra there's different hurts for each organ you know so and that's why like you can put on like um if you put on YouTube sleep healing 
vibrations. Okay. You're going to be sleep. You're going to be listening to a vibration that helps the and triggers the body to heal. So literally vibration, we're, we're vibrating at certain levels all the time based on like our healing and where we are in our journey. And if someone else's vibration doesn't align, you know, that's why we're not meant to connect sometimes. And right. we feel energy when when people lay on my table and they have no idea what reiki is the simplest thing that i say is like we're all energetic beings and you know when you're around someone and you can actually feel their energy mm-hmm. like that's real because we are energy and so um you know i want to commend you on doing the work and being strong in who you are um because people can be triggered by that healed energy <laughs> right yeah and hopefully just you know I will continue to shine my light to light others who are ready to receive it. And that's really all it is at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You know? Exactly, babe. Well, keep shining your light. Thank you so much for pouring your, your heart into this podcast and shining your light. Um, where can people find you and what do you offer um, outside of this beautiful platform that you have on social media? So for right now, um, people can find me on my Instagram page, which is life underscore styled by Ashley. Um, Ashley is A-S-H-L-I. <laughs> <laughs> um, so lifestyle by Ashley is my Instagram platform. And I am in the works of doing some lifestyle uh, life coaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have anything set up yet where I'm not ready to take on clients yet, but that is in the works for this new year of 2021, I do want to um, open that up and just kind of help, you know, help people with some life, life coaching. I think that's, uh, we all need it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's where they can find me for now. And then of course my um, fitness, I still do that. I still am actively in health and wellness. And so Beautiful. I do have a fitness with Ashley again, A-S-H-L-I that mm-hmm. is uh, .com. That is my health and wellness website where I offer, you know, workout plans, nutritional support, custom plans um, to help you get started on your health and wellness journey. Beautiful. Beautiful. You have so much to offer people. So I know that um, your life coaching business is going to be highly anticipated. And I know that you give a lot of free content on your Instagram. So people can head over there and, you know, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me.